This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Well, it's Tuesday once again. Time to talk about everything Hot Tech. Joining us on the line now, Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband. Jan, always a pleasure to have you on board. Good afternoon. Welcome. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so let's get the conversation started. Quite a few issues we need to deal with. WhatsApp testing cross-app chats. Take us through that. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. The European, but why it got there is perhaps more interesting. So the European Union, the regulators at the European Union specifically, um, uh, essentially ordered WhatsApp um, through various technical means. It's got to do with it being designated as a specific kind of provider in the space. Um, They uh, are called a gatekeeper service under the Digital Markets Act, and that compels WhatsApp to support talking to other platforms. So uh, for those who are not familiar with the space, that includes apps like, say, for example, Signal and Telegram, um, you know, uh, Google Messenger apps, you know, Whatever apps people are using out there, uh, you know, essentially the, the European Union is saying WhatsApp has to make an effort to support. And so WhatsApp has actually got this in the works. And, um, it, the, the guys at what, or WA Beta Info picked this up in a, in a beta version of the app. There's going to be a section, it looks like, or at least they're toying with the idea of putting a section in WhatsApp where you can tap on third-party chats and then communicate with people that choose to use something other than WhatsApp. So, yeah, that could be, that could be quite a win, um, Mm-hmm. For everyone, really, for folks who don't want to use WhatsApp and for folks who want to continue using WhatsApp, but their friends want to use a different service and they don't want to install three different chat apps. So, okay. um, yeah, that's the that's so it's uh, all contained within WhatsApp one platform. Android. It's all on the WhatsApp platform. Have I understood that correctly? Jan? Correct. Yeah. So the WhatsApp is working on a way to, to have all of this inside the WhatsApp app, but you can communicate with third party services that then, you know, plug into that. Okay, and how soon do you think that's going to happen? Oh, I don't think it's mm. going to be it's going to be any time soon. Mm. Um, mm. When when something like this uh, goes into development, um, it can take at least months. Right. Um, but a system this complicated, um, it could take you know uh, quite a while before it's even ready for for proper testing, um, let alone rolling out to the general okay. public. Well, we wait in anticipation for that, Jan. In the meantime, the United States wants answers on Huawei's big chip breakthrough. What's going on there? Yeah, this was an interesting one. Uh, the the uh, Huawei um, announced a new smartphone recently that caused quite a quite a stir uh, for the for the first time in a while. It's, it's called the Mate 60 Pro, and uh, part of the reason it um, uh, it caused the stir is that is that be, despite the fact that Huawei was using relatively old technology to manufacture the chips. Inside uh, okay. this phone, and and the reason for this, just to remind people um, why this is necessary, is the United States has placed Huawei on a thing called the Entities List, and that makes it impossible for Huawei to basically do any business with an American company or even an American linked company. Okay. So, for example, um, the the company Arm A R M, which uh, essentially handles the standards. Um, of the of the chips that uh, you know the processors that we use in all our smartphones. Right. Uh, there's technicalities there that that blocks Huawei from dealing with them directly, and so that inhibits you know essentially um, the the 
the sophistication or um, you know how how modern it can make its chips, then right. you know the uh, being on the entities list also makes it impossible for Huawei to deal with Google, um, which is an entirely separate matter. But it means that you know um, they really struggle to get certain services running on their phones now because they they're not allowed to just plug into Google's platform for Android anymore. They had to do their whole own thing. And, um, and, but what Huawei has done is despite, you know, it's, it's limited access to modern technologies. And that's despite the fact that it's, it's actually a leader in 5G patents in the world, but it crucially needs access to U.S. technology okay. to, 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 to actually implement this, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole standard. Um, despite that, Huawei, um, has posted some really impressive speeds. Um, um, mobile network speeds with the Mate 60 Pro. Um, and so there's, there's all kinds of indications that Huawei has made some pretty substantial breakthroughs, or I guess what the US is worried about is that Huawei and uh, a conspirator has violated its, its restriction against Huawei. Um, and so the US wants to know exactly, you know, how Huawei was able to achieve this breakthrough, mm, mm. how it was how it's able to to see the performance that it's seeing on Chinese networks. Um, you know, whether it's really, just really fast 4G speeds or whether it's got 5G working somehow. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's raised really interesting <laughs> questions and Huawei is not saying anything. They well, yes. essentially <laughs> leaving it up to reviewers to mm-hmm. draw their own conclusions. Um, and, and kind of leaving the mystery alive. So they're, they're milking it for all it's worth, um, on the one, on the one hand, but also kind of thumbing their nose right. at the, at the US to say, you know what? Mm. If you want to know how this works, figure it out yourself. We're not going to say a thing. <laughs> I wonder if it'll ever surface, but anyway, the mystery will unveil one day. Who knows, Jan? But anyway, Indeed. let's look at South Africa's rugby world cup mess from a broadcasting perspective. Yes, so um, for for folks who who have DSTV, you you probably wouldn't even have noticed, um, but for folks who rely on the SABC to to watch the Springbok games, um, they they had some problems on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, if you were trying to stream the game over SABC Plus, that wasn't working. SABC Plus completely crashed, completely buckled under the traffic, and you can see the SABC just was not ready mm. for the for the amount of traffic that uh, right. the World Cup would generate. Um, but then there's there's this um, huge um, dispute between uh, DSTV and ETV, which has now spilled over onto the SABC. So essentially, what's happened is. At the very last minute, the SABC and MultiChoice reached an agreement for the SABC to broadcast, I think it's uh, 16 games. It depends on whose mm. statement you believe. Right. MultiChoice says that the SABC has um, the rights to broadcast 16 World Cup games, which includes all the Springbok games, two quarterfinals, a semifinal, mm-hmm. the final, the, the bronze playoff, mm-hmm. um, the opening and closing ceremony, and the opening game that was played on Friday. Right. And... Um, but it comes with a big restriction. The SABC is not allowed to broadcast on OpenView. Uh, OpenView okay. is the is the free to view satellite platform yes. operated by eMedia. By eMedia, and correct. So, and so you can see that there's this conflict 
between okay. multi-choice and e-media. Right. And, and DSTV, or multi-choice, sorry, uh, putting the screws to uh, e-media wherever it can. But uh, as a result of this, this has caused quite a technical uh, 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 headache mm. for the SABC because it doesn't have separate feeds of its channels for every single platform that it operates oh, on. Boy. And so to make this work, what they've done is – so if you watch SABC2 on DSTV mm-hmm. during a Springbok game, you'll see the Springbok game. <laughs> But if you watch SABC2 on South Africa's digital terrestrial television platform, right. um, then you will not be seeing the Springbok game. Instead, it was, um, the, 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 that was pushed to the SABC news channel. And the reason for that is um, to, to kind of wangle things um, so that it does not broadcast the game on open view. The SABC has kind of sh- shuffled things around. Um, so, so that, you know, obviously, um, it, it's now been able to set up separate feeds, um, that, that can, uh, work this way. And they weren't, they didn't elaborate on exactly how things are set up, but mm. the bottom line is this is how things ended up. And so, um, the, the, it's, it's digital TV, um, terrestrial TV channel, SABC2, and OpenView SABC2 share the same feed. Um, and then SABC News, <laughs> the SABC News Channel on the digital terrestrial <laughs> television platform broadcasts a version of SABC2 that actually shows the game. And right. that's because OpenView doesn't have the SABC News Channel. Uh-huh. And so this way, the SABC oh, has now kind of shuffled things around so that the game doesn't get broadcast on OpenView, but it gets broadcast everywhere else. Right. So, yeah, it's caused a huge headache and a mess for them. Um, and they're well, busy fighting it. They've written to the minister. They've written to multi-choice. Not the, not the SABC e-media now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got quite vocal about it. And, right. and I guess we'll see how it shakes out at the end of the day. But they're calling multi-choice anti-competitive and oh, all kinds of veiled threats being made. <laughs> Jan, very quickly, if you've got that in writing, please send a screenshot or send it via email. I'd just like to go through it again when I've got a number of minutes to go through it. But anyway, Jan, let's just try and squeeze in one more subject for until, uh, until the time we sign off. Good news for slow internet in South Africa? Yeah, so briefly what's happened here is the cable repair ship that we spoke about uh, previously yes. arrived oh, right. at the site of a cable break right. off the coast of the Congo. Congo Canyon, um, and, right. And there were three cables, there's actually four cables broken, but three important cables broken. The wax cable, the ACE or ACE cable, and the SAT-3 cable. SAT-3 is Talcom's cable, quite small, not really that relevant anymore. Yes. The big one is wax. Um, and then Ace, uh, not, not that big a deal right now, mm-hmm. um, but still uh, not great that it was broken. So they prioritized the wax cable, and that was fixed towards the end of last week. Um, so the wax cable is fixed, and, and uh, people's internet speeds should have normalized okay. uh, by now. Um, the ACE cable should be fixed by today. Okay. And then uh, the cable laying ship will move on to fixing the SAT-3 cable. Yeah. So um, all in all, pretty good news. And people's internet speeds um, should be right. stabilizing. Or any issues you're experiencing right now sure. uh, will not be as a result of cable breaks. Um, it'll be as a result of something else. Great to end off on a technical good news story. Jan, perfect timing. We're going to have to leave it there. 